Good morning. The snow is all around, but uh, it's not falling anymore, so that's good. Wood, concrete, and glass. We're good at uh, recording something about uh, one of the other aspects of the building permit process, which is making sure that you understand how important trees are in your community. So one of the one of the issues that always comes up in every development that we deal with is the the trees on a site and how important they are. So sometimes you'll have to uh, acquire the services of an arborist. Um, most often you will if you're if you're building within a residential setting um, but but maybe not right so this is this is a question to to ask about when you first get started in the process and you're doing your your um, acquisition phase you're studying your your um, the, your project as a whole and you know you know what project or what site you're working on or or if you are identifying sites, you're going to want to ask beforehand, okay, so I want to build a new house somewhere in this municipality. So let me go into the hall and I'm going to ask zoning bylaw questions. Um, I'm going to ask future use um, policy questions. I'm going to ask building code. Like, is, there a, is there a certain building code that I need to work off of? because sometimes if you happen to be building on agricultural land, you might have a different code than a, than a um, residential property. So these are all sorts of things. But, the, but another important one is the tree bylaw. So most municipalities will have a, uh, a tree bylaw that requires you to um, you know, either protect the trees or... Um, or Give you permission to cut them down or um, there could be a host of different uh, different scenarios there but sometimes the requirement for protection or removal is predicated on the analysis of a um, arborist report which would be required to um, identify the health of the trees as well as um, the uh, the condition at application so that if after you build your house something happens the tree falls down there's a record the municipality has record of what the conditions of the trees were prior to development and then post development the tree fell down on the neighbor's house and then and um, the municipality can say well hey we we told them that they had to protect the trees to a certain standard. The arborist outlined requirements for um, protection of those trees. There, something must have happened during the construction that caused the trees to be damaged. Therefore, they fell down. Therefore, it's not the municipality's fault for um, giving you permission. We rely on the word of the arborist, who is a registered professional. Right. So that's why that's why these things um, are so important is because at the end of the day it comes down to liability um, so when when we um, give a permission to 
uh, let a set of house ponds come in. We give permission that they are acceptable. We're accepting the fact that they're going to be they're going to be built to code. Okay, so we're 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 doing a a check of that that the drawings submitted are code compliant, that they are zoning bylaw um, compliant. Okay, um, and that they are you know professional. If, if there's professional engineers on record, we ensure that those engineers have the appropriate qualifications to sign off for what they are signing off on. And they're taking liability for the structural aspects of the site. Um, we're ensuring that the lot grading plan is um, to our specifications as well as signed off by either um, a professional engineer, if it's a um, civil grading plan, which means it's designed by, and it's usually done during subdivision. Um, like a multi, multi-lot subdivision, they'll do a lot grading plan that is designed by a civil engineer, and that would have to be complete with all the accompanying schedules and, and proof of insurance. Um, and that's important because if, if the insurance isn't current, um, it's as good as, good as useless, right? Because the whole point of, of the engineer signing off is for them to be taking responsibility for the design so that in the event of something happening, so say the house gets constructed two years later, you know, the, the house on the right side drops half a foot um, or the, you know, something collapses, like the roof collapses under the weight of snow, something like this. What, what the, the insurance and the assurance provides is that the structural engineer said, okay, this is designed on paper to withstand the, the local conditions. Oftentimes they bring in a set of assumptions into their, to their drawings. So we're, as a, as a plan checker, we ensure that the assumptions that they brought on are compliant with that part of the neighborhood that we're checking in. For instance, we have areas that are um, almost at sea level. They have a lower bearing capacity of soils than they do up in the higher elevations. So yeah, the engineer has to spec specify the, the address and, and ensure that the zone that they're building in um, has the adequate soil bearing capacity. Um, oftentimes this is double checked uh, on site before the concrete is poured, but we just want to ensure that before everybody gets rolling that they've adequately designed it to an assumed um, bearing capacity. But okay, so that's, that's sort of a, I digress a little bit, that's sort of a, a topic um, of a different day. But so then if, if tree issues come into play, that's where I started all this, if tree issues come into play, we rely on the professional opinion of a registered arborist to say that the development in this current form as applied for, so if things are built the way they are presented on the building site plan based on the engineers reports and all these other third party um, third party folks we can assure that the trees will won't impact the building in the future and won't kill the the trees in the process of building so 
application. That's where the uh, the application of an IRIS report would be required. And again, there's um, certain scenarios and, and municipalities where it may not be required at all. There may be um, areas where you can just clear cut, start with a nice clean site um, and go from there. There might be areas where trees are fully protected. There's no capacity to remove trees whatsoever. So your design will have to incorporate that. Um, at the end of the day, the uh, plans examiner Patents examiner's role is not to um, ensure design, it's to confirm design is compliant with the code, compliant with, with the bylaw as stated, meets the development engineering requirements, so you've got minimum um, building elevations uh, accounted for, you've got adequate servicing, all those sort of things. So it's, it's not a design contest um, for us, it's more of a uh, a ticking of boxes and ensuring that all of the um, assurances are there so that if something were to go sideways it's not uh, it can't be the, the municipality can't be held liable because of something that we told um, we told you to do so we can't tell you to cut down trees in order to maintain the design we can just tell you that this tree is in conflict deal with it um, either through the department that handles trees or or adjust your design so that there isn't a conflict based on the tree cutting by law or the or the required recommendations of the uh, arborist report so a little technical um, a little technical talk there on trees and, and uh, and arbor supports again this should all be confirmed with your local government to see where you stand on the on the timeline or on the um on the uh on the gradient of no tree no trees permitted for removal to trees permitted with report or just go ahead <coughs> cut whatever you want and, and proceed so something to keep in mind just another one of those little um, tips and tricks that start a, a process off um, and that get you going in the in the study portion of your project is that um, keep trees in mind because obviously you don't want to build I mean some trees it's funny in the 80s sometimes trees were built around and they, they became like in the courtyard of a of a house they would have a you know a small tree and now you see those houses and they're all, some of them are all torn to hell and some, you know, where, where an architect designed it correctly, it's a nice feature tree and it's been maintained and almost kept like a bonsai where you trim strategically to keep it small. But yeah, so trees and, and development can be, a, can be a, a slippery and sometimes tricky slope to navigate. But just as if you keep it in mind as, as part of your criteria as to selecting lots or, or creating design, it's all manageable. Anyways, that's it for today. Have a good one. Yeah.